and welcome to this episode of Keep It Positive, sweetie. Today we are talking about the entertainment industry and seasons of uncertainty. Right now we are in the middle of a strike and it is affecting not just actors and writers and directors and producers, but it's also affecting our crew members and many families. I brought my <laughs> hairstylist, Chanel, and my makeup artist, Manny. These two keep me calm on set. They work with me. I'm very, very particular about everything. We'll get into that a little later. But I thought it was important to get different perspectives on what we're dealing with as it pertains to the strike. And um, I met you, Manny, at Green Bar Studio when I was a costumer and a long time ago. And um, Chanel, we knew each other when I was costume designing and hadn't yet flipped over to the talent side. But um, Coco was head of hair at that point in time. And she said that you were the one that I needed to work with. Yes. From for Fatima's hair from there on. Yes. And that was it. That was it. <laughs> she was right. I'm so happy. She's been stuck with me forever. So <clears throat> she's responsible for my hairstyles for the Soul Train Awards, um, Sisters and Zatima, and BT Awards this year. Yeah. Oh, um, the Grind Pretty cover shoot. Yeah. Yeah. So Chanel's responsible for all those hairstyles, and Manny is responsible for the beautiful beat that you're always like, oh my God, we love Fatima's makeup. That's him. I get a lot of my makeup tricks from Manny. <laughs> and my hair tricks. Me too. <laughs> and can we get into the makeup? You did so good. Thank you. I was going back and forth, like, should I get a makeup party? Should I have Manny come in here an hour before? <laughs> I was <see. laughs> But right. um, no, I, I decided to go ahead and take on the challenge. Mm. And, you know, good. look at everything that Manny, that you taught me. Taught you well. Crystal, you taught me some things too. Because you are really good at applying makeup. Well, thank I you. I always want you to do like tutorials and stuff like that. But thank I mean, you. you're just, you know, perfect in a, in a lot of different ways. Thank you so, so much. So many different categories, I tell you. Oh, stop it. The guy that gets <laughs> her. Going. Keep going. The guy that gets her. <laughs> I mean, full package. Oh, for real. Love you. So, in the soul, too. Thank and you. that's where it's more, you know, the most important mm -hmm. is when it. it exudes from within. Absolutely. Inner beauty. And Inner I absolutely beauty. love that the most about you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Well, I want to personally thank you both for dealing with me. I know that um, the way we shoot the schedule, we're all exhausted. And I am an artist that is very particular about everything. Manny, you call me a backseat makeup artist. Backseat makeup artist, baby. <laughs> what are we doing, Manny? I mean, it's just a very demanding schedule, and you just roll with the punches, and mm -hmm. we're just, you know, making you happy. No, y'all do a very good job with that. Do I get on your nerves when I'm like, can you? No, <laughs> not getting, I think I've been doing it for long enough that mm -hmm. it's not, it doesn't get on my nerves, so you mm -hmm. just help me understand what you like. What I like, I like so, it. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. And with me, Chanel, when it comes to my wigs, I'm very particular as well. I'm like, mm, I mean, extremely <laughs> particular. Do you hear me? <laughs> Um, but I love that, you know, because I um, am a person that do like to interact with my talent mm -hmm. um, and try to satisfy them in any way possible. So yeah. with them communicating with me what they like, what they want, what they see, mm -hmm. that helps me as a hairstylist to, mm -hmm. you know, advance my talent and my craft. Yeah. Um, so I absolutely enjoy working with you because mm -hmm. you make me a better Oh, thank you. Um, yeah. 
I appreciate you both. Because sometimes as um, talent, <clears throat> if there's something, I'm very particular about everything. If you don't have people that you can talk to and feel comfortable saying, hey, can we fix this or fix that? It can like be, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? As a woman, I don't know how it is for men, but as women, we want to feel like completely ourselves and like what we see in the mirror. Absolutely. And what the camera reflects. Yeah. And mm-hmm. if we can't tell the person, hey, I don't really like this. And they take, some people take it the wrong way. They're like, Ugh. Like you, I'm trying to tell you how to do your job. It's like no, I just this is I like. I'm just mm-hmm. I like what I like, you know. Mm-hmm. So thank you both for letting me be myself on set. Absolutely. And um, I just love you guys. So I want to know because I know there's so many people probably watching that would love to be a makeup artist on set and break into the industry. That would love <laughs> to be a hairstylist and break into the industry. Manny, um, just give me some of your backstory. Where you're from, your upbringing, what brought you to this point that made you say, hey. This is what I want to do. Makeup is the yeah. thing. Well, I never <clears throat> thought that film was going to be my mm. goal. It wasn't a goal per se. Mm-hmm. Um, I started working for Mac Cosmetics. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm from Orlando, Florida, but nobody will hire me in Orlando because back then Mac was quite, um, it had a prestige that if you work for Mac, you can work anywhere. Mm. And they wouldn't hire me. I needed to have some, you know, portfolio ready and stuff, and it wasn't something I had ready. Mm-hmm. So when I moved to Atlanta, it just happened in a whim for me to move to Atlanta. I came and applied here to all the counters, and the job kind of found me. That's mm-hmm. a story for another time, but mm-hmm. um, I thought I was just going to do retail. Yeah. And at that time, there is an artist. His name is Gino Freeman. He's also in the industry as well. Mm-hmm. He was working at the Mac counter himself and he was doing a lot of strip clubs. And to me at that <laughs> point, that was what I wanted to do. I was like, oh, I want to work with strippers. Yeah. And uh, I never ended up working with strippers. <laughs> but two years into the industry, I met Mona Scott Young. Yes. And she gave me my opening, you know, she opened the door for me. And um, she did say, and I quote um, to the people that hired me, she was, make sure he never goes back to a 925. Mm. And I never went back to 1925. And I did a lot of the seasons from Love and Hip Hop and some of her shows in New York as well. Mm. And um, yeah, my story just kind of went on from there. And then I went on to Tyler Perry Studios, which was my first film industry job. Mm-hmm. Um, I scripted. Yeah. And um, he was really opening as well, really nice, yes. really kind. And Loves um, you. I, yeah, he was so kind, yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, my career took off from there. And now it's been almost, I think now 10 years, I think, yeah. From me wanting to do strippers <laughs> to <laughs> now working with actors and yes, actresses, yeah. That's amazing, yeah. amazing. Very unplanned. Yes, I love that. And shout out Mona Scott. I love when people shout see something in Mona you Scott. that yeah. say to the people that's working for her and that hired you, make sure he does not go back to a nine to five. To see that in you is just, she it speaks a lot. Me, yeah, like, really, really Super blessed. Dope. And it was so like something that she did. I don't think she even remembers mm-hmm. it, but it changed my career. Yeah. It made it into a career. That's yeah. what it did, yeah. Wow, mm-hmm. I love that, I love that. Chanel, tell us a little bit about you. Where are you from? How did you get started and what sparked? Was it always hair that you wanted to do? I've always had a natural, um, grasp for anything here Mm. you know I can look at something and I can create it naturally when I was like 10 years old to work with my Barbies Barbie (laughs) (laughs) I used to um, do my Barbie hair and Mm -hmm. then my mother started asking me Shona you think you could do my hair or my aunt so every event you know everybody was coming to me Um, when I was younger I didn't I did not say I'm going to be a hairstylist. I didn't imagine that being my career. Mm. Um, It kind of just 
happened. Mm-hmm. You know, I used to work at um, this bakery in um, New York when I was very young. Mm-hmm. And the New York life that I came from, I'm from Brooklyn, New York, born in Guyana, South America, near Brazil. Wow, okay. So came here when I was three years old. So, you know, where I was raised was Brooklyn, New York. Mm-hmm. And so the environment and everyone around me, we didn't see this. Yeah. It wasn't film and the film industry mm-hmm. or anything like that. And it wasn't even here because people thought hair was not lucrative at that time. It was not a so-called like um, amazing career to like blurt out. Everybody wanted to say, I want to be a doctor. I want to mm-hmm. be a lawyer yep. and all those type of things. So when I did eventually tell my mother that I wanted to pursue or do hair, um, I had gotten fired or let go. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily fire, but let go um, from Amy's bread. Uh, I remember them asking me what I'm gonna do next. Um, and I just said, I'm gonna move to Atlanta. Wow. Just just like that, just got up, mm-hmm. moved to Atlanta. I was a single mom, mm-hmm. came to Atlanta. And I said that I was gonna do a little culinary thing. That never happened. So I called my friend and I asked her, I was like, do you know any hair schools that I can go to. I went to the hair school off Candler Road. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The hair school uh-huh. off Candler Road. And got my license there and then just pretty much continued doing what I was doing. Um, end up opening up a salon. Wow. Um, very, very successful business. I worked nonstop from sun up to sundown. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I pretty much kind of, I would say ultimately was burnt out that, Mm -hmm. so I don't have any desires to go back to the salon. Um, Eventually started working with, um, I was referred to Mila from the group 702. Mm -hmm. She came here and um, was looking for a hairstylist when she moved here. Um, And I did her hair, she invited me on a photo shoot um, with Derek Blanks. Oh wow. Right? (laughs) That was my first time ever doing anything in the industry like that's huge i was a hairstylist and yeah. i never thought of this realm of things mm. ever i didn't i didn't have any <clears throat> mentors anyone that i looked up to i looked at a magazine or a television show and i i didn't say oh i would like to be a hairstylist mm-hmm, i was just mm-hmm. a successful business owner and mm-hmm. i did really well in the salon yeah. but once i had that experience um that opened up my eyes and my my drive to more yeah and work less uh, work smarter okay not harder. i know that's right so i did her hair for that one photo shoot couple hours went home got paid for the whole day like, and it was just like <gasps> ding what am i doing in the salon i need to get out of the salon yeah. so pretty much that's where i worked mm. i worked up into that's where my passion and my drive to get into this industry started. Mm. Um, I stayed in contact with Derek on Facebook because mm-hmm. Instagram wasn't around then. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and he put up a um, he put up a notice saying that he wanted to invite a hairstylist to work alongside with him mm-hmm. on a magazine shoot. And if you want to do it, just go ahead and submit your information. Yeah. Spoke to a million and one of my clients, and they were like go ahead and do it. I was like, but I don't have really nothing. I don't know. At that time, I didn't know what 
what was editorial, what was this and what was that. And I went to the, you know, to the interview not knowing that I was actually going against like a whole lot of hairstylists around the world oh, wow. when I got there. Mm. So I end up winning. Okay. And um, Derek just pretty much started working with me um, on most of his celebrity clients' wow. tell. Mm. And so I would get invited. He'll call me. His assistants, you know, um, would invite me to these shoots. And then from there on, literally, doors just started opening mm. nonstop. Yeah. And I've never had a manager. Wow. One woman like, show. I know, that's right. <laughs> like, God, literally, I can say... He's my agent. I know that's yes. right. That's so good. Mm -hmm. Wow. Wow. So right now we are in the middle of a strike. Mm -hmm. Have either of you ever been on strike before or had to experience this? I have not, but I have plenty of friends I've gone through. Um, the last strike that we experienced um, was in 2008, mm -hmm. but I believe it was a writer's strike, if I'm mm -hmm. not mistaken. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't think it was. This, that's what today is happening is basically... It's a historic moment for our industry just because it's two yeah, of the yeah, biggest. Yeah, writer's answer. Yeah, it's yeah, crazy. So it's, uh, I've never been through one period, but let alone both of yeah. this, what's happening right now, it's mm -hmm. completely different. Uh, not something I've dealt with before. Yeah, me neither. Yeah. Absolutely. What about you, Shana? Have you ever dealt with I've a strike? I've never dealt with a strike before. Mm -hmm. And it, it, yeah, it's definitely a, um, a moment that's just, it's a learning, definitely a learning process. Learning process. How are you both handling this, Manny? Um, I know I've talked to my friends who are in the industry. Um, we just saw where people are having to sell their homes. Um, yeah. There's they've opened up food banks for people um, to come and like feed their families. It's mm -hmm. like really starting to like hit because first it was the writers, mm -hmm. the directors. They figured theirs out before they had to go on strike. And now the actors, the Screen Actors Guild is um, on strike. For me, whenever I have these type of moments, I kind of look at it like Eva Marcel described it as our own pandemic. I think you may have too. Yeah. Eva, um, Eva described it as that, and so did you, Manny. And just like when we, when COVID, and we were quarantined and had to st sit still for a while, I use those moments to figure out how I can restructure things. I'm inspired to like figure out other avenues and revenues of stream, I mean streams of revenue. And also um, it just gets my creative juices on how can I come out better on the other side of this. Yeah. Um, some people are dealing with depression. Some people are dealing with um, spurts of creativity. Some people are just trying to like figure it out or some people are just like, we're just gonna ride this thing out. Mm -hmm. Where are you guys in the middle of all this? Um, I, thankfully, uh, I come from a very humble, humble, humble beginning. Mm -hmm. um, I am from Mexico, mm -hmm. though I consider Orlando my home. Um, that change from coming from a third world country to like the United States at a very young age mm -hmm. was already kind of shocking for me. Mm -hmm. And like how you have to change everything, you know, yeah. um, with a single mother of five kids, you know, mm -hmm. she could have easily left us with her father back home. Mm -hmm. And um, mm -hmm. we had to learn. I learned so much from her, from my mom. <laughs> and how to be very, um, I don't want to say uh, frugal is mm -hmm. the best word to use. Mm -hmm. So um, because of this industry, once it became a career, mm -hmm. knowing how volatile yes. work can be. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, one day you can be working for weeks, months, and mm -hmm. then you're in a dry spell for yeah. however many months, you know. Mm -hmm. So 
luckily from my beginnings to now I've learned to be very to live within my means mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. um, never you know try to keep up with the Joneses or whatnot you right know? yeah just because I don't know when my work is gonna come mm -hmm. so true um, yeah so I it the only thing that it, uh, it's affected me has been in um, not working as much mm -hmm. as I'm used to mm -hmm. but um, like you said um, and like we talked about before this is like our own little lockdown going on right mm -hmm. now not little lockdown it's, it's just a lockdown that we're going through right mm -hmm. now we have to just sit at home and then trying to either finesse something you mm -hmm. know pivot into mm -hmm. something new yes um that's where i'm finding myself right now like what am i about, what am i about am i about to do because i don't want to keep relying on this industry oh for the future you know because it may happen again and again and again exactly and i just want to be ready for it mm -hmm. um, luckily i have the financial down so it's not affecting me in that way yes. thanks god exactly. right now that can be really stressful yes i i i, I i've lived it with my mom you mm -hmm. know and i've seen what mm -hmm. it does to you know and now i'm like oh i'm seeing people friends of mine colleagues like they're starting to like have to borrow money yeah. or you know yeah. call the banks or you know mm -hmm. uh, sell their homes yeah um so it's scary um but i i um i pray a lot now yeah. you know mm. just to try to stay um centered because yes. this is just life happening to us anything can come our ways but if you're centered if you are faithful that something is going to happen good out of this and then you know um we'll just move forward like we always do right yeah that's you're right that's yeah. what we do I so it's affecting me in many ways but i'm trying to because of the pandemic was a great training mm -hmm. on what not to do or how to go all the way down yes mm -hmm. so that's you know the one thing i do like about this and i'm like you know what I'm not going to stress. I'm not going to go into a deep, deep depressive hole mm -hmm. like I did during the pandemic. Yeah. And we can talk about that later, too. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, it's it's a pivoting time. I love that. Yeah. Pivoting time. Yeah. I love that. What about you, Chanel? How um, has this strike impacted you or affected you? Well, for me, um, a lot of ways, and what you mentioned, and Manny, too, also, um, it's just... It is a moment of understanding yourself too mm -hmm. in the process. Of course, you know, um, being still mm -hmm. and listening to God. Um, I have my moments when I have to be quiet and be away from people mm -hmm. to, you know, get my mind and my thoughts back together. Um, in regards to how I'm gonna move forward in life. Mm -hmm. Now, I make sure that I'm not entertaining anything in my head that will allow me to go into um, a negative way of thinking because mm -hmm. God has seasons for a reason, Amen. okay? We have <clears throat> summer, fall, spring, mm -hmm. all those seasons are there to literally show us naturally how life is supposed to be mm. you know so i know this is a season for our industry yes. it is my first experience mm -hmm. but i'm trying to be glad in it yeah so when mm -hmm. i'm glad in it i'm going to come out with whatever message mm -hmm. or feeling or anything that it's supposed to teach me mm -hmm. coming out of it a better person i love mm -hmm. it I love and then it. i'm reaching out to you know as many people as i can um to encourage us to stick by each other, yes. you know? Because mm -hmm. the only way we're gonna get through this, because this is, to me, um, 
the whole, you know, way of humans and how things sometimes get a little bit um, uncomfortable with negotiations mm. and people, you know, sometimes being a little bit more greedier than some and mm. those type of things. Um, you just you just have to, um, you know, just just stay as, as healthy in your thought process as possible. Yeah. Oh, and then reaching out to people to like, let them know this is the time for us to really come together mm -hmm. and work with each other. If you have a skill or something that you can help someone grow in this season, so when we get back, when mm -hmm. you know we get back, then we're able to um, be stronger as a mm -hmm. community. Mm -hmm. You know, this is supposed to, try to tear us down it is but if we stick together and help each other financially you know mm -hmm. if you know someone that's not doing well and you are doing well mm -hmm. this is a time where you bless someone it doesn't even have to be something you know a, a long you know speech or anything like that it just with, you know what i'm gonna bless this person and it could be with a skill it could be with um teaching them how to grow you know, their business, um, mm -hmm. giving them knowledge on any way that you can be a blessing. I feel mm -hmm. like the way we're going to um, overcome this and come out stronger and a situation like this not happening as easily happening again is by us bonding with each other mm -hmm. and helping with helping each other as much as possible. I love basically. that. I love that. So you, you kind of answered my next question. <laughs> <laughs> you talked about um, seasons of stillness. We talked about um, honing on different things during these times. Um, for me, I'm definitely honing on different passions. I know when COVID came, I was like, I'm going to come out of this with knowing a different language. Mm -hmm. You know, I took the time and then that, that lasted for like two weeks. And I was like, okay. What was <laughs> it? Spanish. <laughs> You may Duolingo listen, mad. I was on Duolingo and they were like, I would get those alerts saying, we miss you. Come back and play. Listen, Duolingo is a bully. If you don't do your lessons. Yes, honey. I was on it. I love it. I love it. Uh, Communicating with her. What? what? In Spanish, right? I should have. Uh, no. It's funny, when I went to uh, Mexico City, Mexico, I actually remembered a little more than I thought. Nice. I was able to say things in my French. She was fluent in Spanish and she goes, yeah, that's right. I'm like, oh. I love that. Come on. We all should be speaking Spanish anyway. <laughs> I love that. Um, I, had, I had Tyler on here and I had shared with him um, the first time he asked me, had I bought a house or like, did I own my home? And I was like, no, I'm renting. And I think a lot of people don't understand when we work in this industry, like you t touched on, we um, make money and we save it to live when we're not working. Mm -hmm. So it's hard to really save money like to like a, a nice amount, a substantial amount of money when you literally like we work and then when we're not working, we're living off of what we saved while we were working mm -hmm. and hoping that it lasts until we get the next job. Mm. Um, when when I was as a, when I was on the crew side and that's being I love that I'm an actor who's been on the other side. Uh, mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? I said that last night. Really? I was speaking to my mom about this uh -oh. because there's a certain way in how Crystal operate with people she's so it's like she's so passionate but she's so precise she's very particular but she is it is you can just tell that you came from this side mm -hmm. very versus, each, one, each one 
Yes. With, with the crew members. Yes, <laughs> yes. Because yes. I'll let, like, when I see, like, a new person who hasn't really worked in our ecosystem, because Tyler Perry Studios is totally different than yes. other studios and sets that we work on. And I'll have to, I'll let them know, hey, look, I'm telling you this mm -hmm. because I've been in your position and I'm not asking you to do anything that I haven't done, mm -hmm. you know, but I need you to focus on these things mm -hmm. and you're going to be okay, you know. And um, I know going back to like just how we live, have you guys um, been able to rise above the normal like living paycheck to paycheck or is it still like a part? Because I know for me, like when I was part of the crew, it was like hard, you know, and I know just trying so they can kind of get a better understanding of what we really deal with in this industry so at the beginning that was one of my biggest fears i remember experiencing it mm -hmm. during while i was doing um non-union stuff mm -hmm. like you know non-scripted rather mm -hmm. um i remember the the first show i did um the reality show that i did i remember when it ended i was like okay i quit my job what do i do now right and it was that feeling of you know that like okay the anxiousness mm -hmm. and uh, you know it's like a rat race almost yes. like mm -hmm. okay I need to find the next job mm -hmm. and people that were more seasoned in the game were very chill like oh yeah I already Someone's got this two three jobs lined up and yes. I was like how mm -hmm. like I how know, do I do that right. what do I do you yeah. know so it was really uh, choking mm -hmm. of a moment and um, I remember then telling myself like I don't want to live like this and this, yeah. if this is gonna be my career mm -hmm. uh, which I already didn't even think it was gonna um, a path for me, mm -hmm. but once I was thrown into it, I was like, how can I, you know, what do I do? Do I go back to what I know, having a job that pays me every week? Mm -hmm. um, luckily, I stuck by it, mm -hmm. and, um, you know, I was doing a lot of freelancing work. Yeah. Um, once you learn that work is going to come, it doesn't matter when you want it to come, it's mm -hmm. going to come. Yeah. We're not meant to just always work. You know, right. so I started dealing more with like go to the gym, you know, mm -hmm. fix my house, yeah. uh, do things, you know, around that mm -hmm. because when the job will come at that when I was still not seasoned enough, mm -hmm. I'll be like, oh my god, why did I stress for all of this for no reason? I could have been, you know, learning a new language, mm -hmm. learning how to play a, an instrument, uh, yes. something for my fulfilling for me, you know. Mm -hmm. yeah. So uh, I'm no longer in that rat race mm -hmm. of paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. Thankfully, thank God. Yeah, but. I mean, we did go through a pandemic, mm -hmm. and then that left us for so long, you know, with no help, no nothing. And then now we're going through this. It's mm -hmm. like, all right, we can only take so much, you know. Mm -hmm. like, so mm -hmm. um, um, I'm thankfully good financially, but yeah, um, yeah it's it's a uh, you have to learn that bad moments don't last forever. Like you said, mm -hmm. it's a season, you know. Yeah. And, so that helps you in getting out of that paycheck to paycheck mentality. Mm -hmm. you know? I love that. I love that. Um, I've talked about me trying to create multiple streams. Has this been a time where you guys are like, what else can I do to break more money in? Baby, when I'm telling you only fans have been knocking at my door. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? <laughs> I'm kidding. Not really. I mean, it has. <laughs> no, but I'm like, if like, no. what what it. What can I do to make other? <laughs> Listen, it's real. I know it's a lot of people real. are like, I don't have the best feet, but I'm like, I can start with feet. <laughs> I just said that I hate my feet. I said, I know somebody out there like these bunions. I said it. Listen, we got to break into a new, maybe they'll like the back of my knee. Somebody okay. will have that kind of kink. Oh, Listen, you never know. So, you know, so I don't know. I'm just, you know, thinking of ways to make somebody, yeah. definitely not OnlyFans. I'm yeah. joking. But um, yeah, I'm definitely thinking like, how can I make some? There's mm -hmm. so 
You can look anywhere in your house. Mm -hmm. Let me share this real quick. I just mm -hmm. finished a, a, a show, mm -hmm. and there was a um, there was roaches because the the person was a um, uh, the character was a hoarder. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So they brought roaches onto set, right? Wait, now, what? Yes. Now, mind you, they had wranglers for the roaches and people from the Humane Society for them as well. So when I was, of course, I'm looking at them like bros, roaches, but. <clears throat> That's a job. If you're, yes. A I was like, <laughs> who in the hell thought, you know, like, you know what, I'm gonna put these roaches to work, you know? And then not only was the roaches go, working. Yeah, now they're actor roaches, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, but also the wrangler is, getting a check yes the there humane you society the people is making sure the roaches are being humanely treated that's a check and i was like everywhere you look in our industry yeah. it's a job like when people tell me what are you doing in, you know are you an actor are you, there's of course you think of the top yes job mm -hmm. but in the industry there is so much you can do so many jobs same thing just wow. even if you're not in the industry you look around your house mm -hmm. from the deadbolts in your you know doors mm -hmm. like anything it's yeah. You can make money anyway. So, mm -hmm. so true. now more than ever, again, going through the second, you know, pause of making money. Yes. I'm like, how can I make some money? <laughs> mm -hmm. You can be a road trainer. Okay. Baby, yes. gather them roaches. Gather them okay. roaches. Okay. <laughs> Stop <laughs> clowning people with roaches. roaches. That took me out. Okay. I okay. wonder how much they got paid a day. Okay. <laughs> that day rate. <right? laughs> That's a good day rate to be a roach. Okay. Mm. Is there anything that you've started like tapping into to make more money? Well, funny enough, right before the strike mm. hit, I started having and you know um, the desires to do real estate. Really? Yeah. So I wanted to start investing mm. in property yes. and do certain things like that. Now I'm quite very fresh, very new to this, mm. um, but that's what I wanted to to start. I still mm -hmm. have the desire to do that, but I, of course, have to scale back just right for right now mm -hmm, mm -hmm. until we get back in. But yeah, I'm going to reach out to um, people while we have this downtime um, and connect as much as possible. Mm -hmm. um, and then pretty much anything that I'm doing outside of this, mm -hmm. I need my money to work for me. Hello. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not That's trying to work for Lisa. my money no more. I want my money to work for me. Mm -hmm. um, I've, I've put enough labor mm -hmm. in my body, traveling, all those type of things. And I still enjoy, I have right. a passion for this. Mm -hmm. So I want to continue to be a hairstylist, but I, I need my money to work for me. I know that's mm -hmm. right. I, li I like that. What did they say on Players Club? Um, make the money, don't let the money make you. Okay. Okay, perfect. Um, Chanel, you are a mother. Mm -hmm. So as a mom, how has this strike impacted you in that area? Well, it's given me the opportunity to um, teach my two kids, beautiful girls that mm -hmm. I absolutely love and adore so much, mm -hmm. um, teach them how to preserve, teach them how to get through difficult times because they're going to have moments when they have, you know, um, they have to cut back on leisure things Absolutely. things that you know mm -hmm. they don't have to do mm -hmm. and but scale back you yeah. know mm -hmm. and that's another thing about you know this world showcase so much of mm -hmm. i can do this i can have fun and not have pullbacks my daughter she's on social media mm -hmm. you know so this gives me the opportunity to actually really show her what real life is yes oh mm -hmm. that's good mm -hmm. manny um you 
said that during COVID you dealt with depression and you've pretty much got that under control in this situation, but um, mental health is something that's very important. How have you during this time been able to really just kind of keep that depression down where it's not, it hasn't crept in? Come on, Crystal Winfrey. <laughs> uh, um, okay. You know, I, the pandemic was, um, I like to always, my friends would also attest to this, like mm -hmm. I like to find a silver lining to things. Yeah. Um, my mother taught me this. Um, she always has the, looks at the brighter side of things, mm -hmm. and I love that about her. I love that she's my north, star, my north star in life. Aww. And um, I went really into a dark hole mm -hmm. during the pandemic. Um, I think, um, you know, they told us it was going to be two weeks. Yep. And then after two weeks, went into three, four, five a month. Mm -hmm. And you know, it went from us being at home learning from Marie Kondo on Netflix how to, you know, fold stuff and get rid of stuff, you yeah, know. Yeah. And we started organizing our closets and eventually we ran out of things to do at home. Mm -hmm. And then we started picking it into our own trauma, uh, mm. uh, what you call it, scabs. Yeah. And wow. um, that really affected me uh, because not only did um, depression show up, also miss anxiety showed up. Mm -hmm. And when those two bitches hold hands, they oh. get a hold of you and do a dance on you. And mm. I was not myself. Like, I literally lost myself really badly. Mm. I went back home to be near my family because things got really dark. Yeah. When I, It made me understand that, okay, this is a mental issue because my mind is telling me things that never in my life, right. you know, I would have thought of, mm -hmm. you know. And it got really scary. Um, I did a lot of therapy, mm -hmm. still going through therapy. Um, that helps a lot. Yes. I always recommend people to do therapy. Talk to someone that it actually is. It's good to talk to your friends. Mm -hmm. uh, it's really good to have your confidence, you know, um, but a professional really knows how to guide you through those moments. Yeah. That helped me a lot. Um, being near my family, people that really love me and know me from, you know, since I was a child really, really helped me that was like a training moment for moments like this so mm -hmm. now i'm not like picking at a scab like mm. i see you at the gym often mm -hmm. you yes. know um, mm -hmm. i make sure that if one thing i'm going to do for myself even in, in the days in these past weeks that i don't want to get up and do nothing mm -hmm. i just want to stay at home mm -hmm. i'm like no don't let that anxiety and depression kick in again mm -hmm. go to the gym do yep. something you just do so something. that you know the happy hormones come into your body yeah. so um, um i'm navigating it a little better That's i'm being good. kinder to myself um I, again, um, in my practice, we call it chanting, but um, praying is the best way I can say it. I mm -hmm. pray a lot. Mm -hmm. um, it's keeping me healthy here, mm -hmm. you know? So um, depression is a journey. It is, You know, wow. it's something that it can, it's hard to explain because everybody experiences that differently. Mm -hmm. So some days you're up here and then some days you're down. Mm -hmm. And life is the same way. Absolutely. So, you know, it's always going up and down. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's, I think the pandemic, again, there's no silver lining to it because a mm -hmm. lot of people suffered through it. Yeah. But it, it was a training moment for mm -hmm. today, what we're dealing oh, in our industry. Absolutely. You know? yeah. Absolutely. Good. I'm, I'm glad you have that under control. I'm happy that you are in therapy and being kind to yourself thank and you. I do see you taking the time to just get that Manny that self-care he needs thank you. so I'm proud of you thank you thank you yeah um in seasons like this where people can often become hopeless um how do you remain hopeful um God mm -hmm. period mm. uh and and it depends 
depends if I'm having a really emotional day or I'm struggling emotionally. Mm -hmm. Even if I have to pray or say something good to myself mm -hmm. every second of the moment, I do it. Yeah. I, I don't say, like, I'm going to wake up, pray in the morning, and that's going to be it for the rest of the day. As mm -hmm. much mm -hmm. as I need to um, cast down the thoughts that I'm not supposed to be thinking mm -hmm. and um, encourage myself and pray to God, that that's what helps me. You've got that. Love that. What about you, Manny? Um, I've, in the free time that I've had, I've donated my time to shelters. Mm. And um, it helps you realize that things could always be worse. Yes. Mm -hmm. You know? Oh. And the most beautiful thing about those experiences when you donate your time is that though you think they're going through the worst, like you imagine yourself in those in their situation mm -hmm. and you're like, oh my God, I, I, I would hate it. That was me. You know, mm -hmm. like, I, what, what, what would I do if yes. that was my situation? Mm -hmm. They're the happiest, they the are. most thankful, the most, you know, lovely people you'll mm -hmm. ever meet. And um, it helps you remember that, you know, your life is not that bad. You can be, there's people in a hospital wishing mm -hmm. they had an extra day, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. um, there's people that are dealing through, you know, with death, yeah. wishing they had, you know, another day, you know, with their family member they love. So mm -hmm. um, that keeps me hopeful to like, you know, okay, you know what? This is just momentarily. Again, we're not meant to just always be working. Yeah. Work on yourself. Make yourself happy. Make others around you happy. Mm -hmm. We work so much in this industry. We're at work more than we're at home. And um, spend it with your family, you yeah. know. Go be with your kids, with your, you know, nephews, nieces, sisters. Mm -hmm. You know, um, that. so that's keeping me hopeful that I know work is going to come back again eventually. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hopefully when this corporate greed ends, <laughs> um, mm -hmm. you know, we can get back to it. But um, till then, I'm like, just be happy, you mm -hmm. know, make yourself enjoy this free time. Yeah. You know? Yeah. We're, we have to live. Mm -hmm. We do. That actually into my next question with how would you offer someone advice who may be struggling in this season? So you really just answered that. Mm -hmm. What about you? How, what advice would you give someone? I would definitely um, say enjoy what you enjoy doing. It mm -hmm. doesn't matter what it is. Yeah. Just do it. Mm -hmm. I enjoy cooking. I go. You do. I, I cook. Mm -hmm. You know. I have a glass of wine at nine o'clock in the morning if I want to. No, that's right. <laughs> um, I just do me. I try yeah. to comfort myself mm -hmm. in what makes me happy as mm -hmm. much as possible. I enjoy days where I'm walking my daughter to school and I'm making her lunch. Uh, when she gets home, the house is smelling a certain way, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. um, instilling, you know, um, taking care of, of me mm -hmm. mentally. Like, yeah. you know, we don't have when we are working we do work very long yes. strenuous hours mm -hmm. so enjoying this moment and relaxing and mm -hmm. and and not um the the struggle with this is that once i started non-stop busy yeah. mm -hmm. all the time yeah. so when it does slow down mentally you're kind of like what's going on because your body is used to a certain pace in mm -hmm. life but when you learn how to slow down and just really enjoy the moment and that's what you're supposed to live for you're supposed to be living in the moment for the moment yeah. and then when you're blessed with more you just go ahead and god just like okay let me bless her with some more mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and you just go with the flow i love that i love that yeah. 
Guys, thank you so much for coming to sit on the couch with me. Thanks. We are too, of course. No, you guys, I feel like we definitely touched on some things that are gonna help a lot of people. Mm -hmm. um, people that we know, people that we may not know. Um, we're gonna get to my favorite part of the show, which is mm -hmm. called Positive Outcomes, where um, they write into us and ask us for advice. Are you guys ready to give some good advice? Okay. All right, <clears throat> this one says, Dear Crystal, Last year was my season of rejection. I received a lot of no's and some goals did not come to fruition. During that time, I took a step back and actually felt the emotions that came with it and actively understood the lessons this season was trying to teach me. Patience. Mm. Because I don't have any and I'm always rushing to accomplish certain goals at a certain time. Last Christmas, I received a lot of opportunities. I was given an opportunity that would change my life if I kept focused and worked hard at it. I had to eventually resign from my job, which paid well. I thought if I applied for a month's leave of absence, I could go see if the opportunity would pay off. And if not, I would still have my job if things go south. But my request for leave of absence was denied and I was asked with urgency to make a decision whether I'm staying with the company or resigning. I felt sad, unappreciated for my work and replaceable by my employer based on their response to my request. This basically forced me to make a decision in less than a day. I decided to resign, but I had a bittersweet emotion to the whole situation. I'm afraid of taking a risk like this, but I am more afraid of not betting on myself and chasing my dreams. How do I navigate my feelings of doubt and regret with the decision that made that I, with the decision that I made and push forward with the opportunity that I was presented with? Mm -hmm. Wow. Um, I didn't get her name, but um, first of all, thank you for writing in. I um, I wasn't presented with an opportunity when I decided to leave um, Capitol Hill. It was more so God tugging at me saying, hey, you know there's something bigger and something better for you. And I did, I left my job. I didn't ask for, do it like you didn't ask for a leave of, paid leave of absence, but I did take a leap of faith and it is the best decision I ever made, but it was so hard. Um, I had the probably the toughest year of my life when I first moved to Atlanta. Mm -hmm. So um, to you, I would say, if this is something that you really believe in, always bet on yourself and God will make a way. What do you guys think? I feel the same exact way. I believe that um, I listen to the universe, your angels, your ancestors. Mm -hmm however you want to call it, whatever you want to tap into, mm -hmm. nothing happens for, I mean, everything happens for a reason. Mm -hmm. um, if she's having those feelings, because I've had that feeling too, when I had to like leave my job that was paying my check mm -hmm. every week yeah. to go into this field. Mm -hmm. If it's happening, it's God really telling you, jump. Yeah. Yes. Like, mm -hmm. you know, do it. Mm -hmm. And even if you have that doubt, like if it goes south, if it goes really, really bad mm -hmm. for the first few months, maybe years, Mm -hmm. don't give up because mm -hmm. it was presented to, presented to you for a reason. Yeah. You know, God already has a plan. He already has it all mapped out for you. Mm -hmm. Maybe he's taking you another way in the road and that's mm -hmm. why it goes bad, but you're going to get back in it again, you know? Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I say jump and do it. Um, and always, when you do something, you, when you live life without regret, Yes. I always say, I don't want to be 60, 70 and say like, I don't want to do, mm -hmm. you know, like I wish I would have done wish, this. I wish yes. I and I wish I just do it. Mm -hmm. Do it. And then see what happens. The yeah. worst that can happen is 
what, you get another job. <laughs> you right. know, like, but at least you is. tried it. Yeah. And then when you come back at it again, you have way more experience at it. Exactly. You know, so just jump. I love that. Mm -hmm. I love that. Um, so we do something on the show called What I'm Going Through and What I'm Growing Through. Mm -hmm. And in this season, um, as pertains to the strike, I am going through... Um, making sure that I don't go into a state of depression because mm -hmm. I, I battle anxiety. Um, I can get low. I do have moments where I don't want to get out of bed mm -hmm. or um, I just feel like, oh, I don't feel like it today, but I had to force myself to get up. Um, I'm going through that and I'm growing through um, understanding that there is a season for everything mm -hmm. and this too shall pass. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What about you guys? What are you going through? What are you growing through? Well, well I'm going through um, definitely um, a season of understanding who I need around me, mm. who I enjoy around me, and not feeling bad that um, I have to let some things go, some people go, um, and not let them go, but just, you know, I just am going through a season of enjoying a space around me and that surrounds me that's mm. full of light mm. that can allow the light that's in me to shine brighter yeah i love that yeah i love that what about you manny i'm going through um so i've recently converted to buddhism mm -hmm. and it's it's interesting because growing up catholic mm -hmm. um it's, you know, I still find myself saying like, oh, thank you, God, or God this. I mean, I think, to, I think God is in many things, you know, God, the universe, you know, mm -hmm. it can be in any religion, God is presented in different forms. Mm -hmm. So I still speak to God every day. Um, but I'm going through a change of, you know, um, tapping into different ways of, you know, getting in, in line with the universe, with God, everything to, to align myself. And I'm growing through it because, um, I am learning that um, I'm being more kind to everything around me. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, it, most importantly, being more kind to myself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, so um, it's a great season for me right now because mm -hmm. I just can't wait to see what's going to happen when I, I get to my 40s, when yeah. I get to, if I get blessed to get to my 50s and my 60s, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. that I'm, uh, see how much I've grown through then. You know, yeah. like I've made it all the way here to my 30s. Mm -hmm. Now I just want to see what's coming for the rest of, you know, yeah. my life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, good, good, good. So we do a thing called Keep It Blank, Sweetie, where we, the show is called Keep It Positive, Sweetie, but we fill in the blanks um, as it pertains to the episode or something that you can take away from the episode. And um, from this one, I will say, keep it, hmm, patient, sweetie. Keep it patient. Yeah. What would you guys fill in the blank with? Mm. <laughs> keep, keep it hopeful, sweetie. Ah, that's okay. Good. Give me some yes. that good. Okay. Keep it hopeful. I would say, I don't know, just keep it ready. Get yourself prepared for what's next. That's right. That's right. That's right. Mm -hmm. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to this episode of Keep It Positive, Sweetie. If you want to write into our Positive Outcomes listener letter, write into keepitpositivesweetie at gmail.com, and that's sweetie with an I-E. And then you can follow Keep It Positive, Sweetie on all platforms. And you can follow me on all platforms at Love Crystal Renee, and that is L-U-V Crystal Renee. Guys, tell them where they can find you. Sure now. I used to be here, sure now. <laughs> on Instagram only. Um, S-H-O-R-N-E-L-L. -L. 
Um, and I had to add another L because, dang, I just want my, right. But it's S-H-O-R-N-E-L-L-L. There we go, got it. And Manny, where they can you find can you? find me at the pink. And no, I'm kidding, no. Um, <laughs> Down in the no. valley where the girls get naked. <laughs> no, uh, I'm actually take, I'm taking a break from social media. So you can just find me uh, find me when you find me, boo. Well, you just, are you going to come back? Eventually, find but I'm me. changing all my social media. So Manny Davila, D-A-V-I-L-A. Hey. Go ahead and tap in so when he come back, you can stay tapped in. Okay. okay. <laughs> all right. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate Thank it. I hope you, you guys are blessed. Have a great week, and in the meantime, you know what to do. Keep it positive, sweetie. Bye, guys.